I am your father. This is a Brandon Colby Jacobs from Facebook exclusive. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. Touche, my nigga. Touche. Yo, what it do, what it is, man. It's your boy, Brandon Kobe Jacobs, and you are listening to the Established 1984 podcast, man. And on this particular episode, man, uh, we are at episode 45. And um, honestly, I, I felt like it was important that I hop on, do an episode, and just kind of have an open discussion about some of the stuff that's going on um, over at the University of North Florida over the last couple of months. Um, well, before we get into any details and perspective and anything like that, um, I just want to clarify some things for some folks. Um, for those of you who don't know, perhaps you don't go to the University of North Florida. Um, I currently sit on the board as one of the few minority uh, board of directors representatives as a board of directors member for uh, the Alumni Association at the University of North Florida. I think it's just uh, me and Shanette Sparks that are the two um, black members that are on uh, the board of directors for the Alumni Association. In addition to that, I am um, one of the members of the Black Alumni Weekend Committee um, to give some perspective on what Black Alumni Weekend is, is it started as a conversation about, um, you know, helping develop the interest in uh, Greek life on UNF's campus that has since grown over the last year into a weekend that would that took place uh, this past February um, that was actually, um, you know, a gathering of, of all black and brown people at the University of North Florida. So it was something that uh, allowed for engagement for all black and brown people wasn't specifically focused towards just Greek life because we recognize the important importance of addressing the concerns of everybody, uh, all black and brown minority students at the University of North Florida. Um, it was very successful. We have continued to build a relationship uh, with the Alumni Association, uh, specifically Jennifer Perkins, and um, things have just kind of grown and blossomed from there. Um, we, uh, we have, um, this coming black alumni weekend will be in 2018. That is, uh, February 14th through the 18th. So we're excited about the programming that we have going on on that front. Now, I, I want to, I wanted to preface all of that so that you guys know that I come from a place where, you know, I'm kind of getting, uh, information and I get a little bit of uh, details as far as things that are going on. Some of which I can't really discuss. Um, but, um, what I can tell you guys is this, is that I, I did see, uh, a conversation or a post where somebody had made statements about an event that took place, I guess, either today or yesterday at the university of North Florida. Um, apparently I'm pulling up the article from the Spinnaker. Um, apparently there was a, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and, uh, you can go ahead and tag Desmond in this video. That's fine. Um, apparently, um, there was a post that was made, uh, I guess there was some, uh, jarring or arguing back and forth between some students and it's, uh, you know, there are a variety of kind of like questionable comments and statements made. Um, and subsequently what ended up coming out of that was there were some threats made about, uh, I'm trying to scroll down to make sure that I find exactly what was said. Um, Hold on, guys. 
that's not it right there. It says, uh, it says, uh, last night a social media threat was made by a student identified as a former Grand Dragon of the KKK and now active neo-Nazi towards another UNF student uh, during a heated round of name calling. So apparently there was something going on. Um, and so there, there's been a lot of conversation apparently through social media about what exactly um, what exactly was going on, what's true, what's false, all those kinds of things. I'm going to read off um, the uh, message from the president. I just received it at uh, 3.09 today um, from Jennifer Perkins uh, from the Alumni Association. Um, message from the president. In the past 18 hours, we received a flurry of social media posts, including threatening messages and a disturbing image. I want to let the campus community know that we have taken action based upon what we have seen. The safety of our campus is top priority. Uh, FERPA uh, privacy laws prohibit us from indicating whether or not the student has been suspended and truly limit our ability to communicate as broadly as we would like to. Uh, it appears that these posts have spurred numerous uh, rumors uh, on campus as well. One rumor was that someone had a gun on campus. Another was a building was being locked down. Yet another rumor was that classes have been canceled. None of these are true. That's also not completely accurate because apparently the Spinnaker is reporting that there was one professor who did cancel classes. So I think that that's where that that's kind of coming into play. Every such rumor, going back to the, the statement from the president, every such rumor is false. Please know that the university police department has officers both in uniform and in plain clothes throughout the campus ensuring safety. I'm completely satisfied that the campus is safe and I urge everyone to be calm. Additionally, it uh, has been brought to our attention that flyers have been posted on campus along with numerous other campuses throughout the country stating it's okay to be white. This is part of a national campus. Uh, this is part of a national campus movement specifically intended to be provocative. Um, and then there's a link to uh, an article from the Washington Post. The last few months have been particularly uh, tumultuous time for many campuses. Racial tensions and differing views have stirred emotions among students, faculty, and staff. I would ask uh, the campus uh, to remember our values, which include mutual respect and civility, along with uh, commitment to diversity. Uh, we will all get through this. This was the statement that uh, President Delaney released. Um, to, to kind of give some perspective to this, um, what he's referring to, for those of you who may not know, when he makes the statement that it that the last few months have been a, to a particularly tumultuous time on many campuses, he's referring to um, the alt right movement that has been making use of uh, a public uh, publicly funded uh, colleges and universities throughout the United States and um, and just their ability to make use of those resources because based on, I guess, the policies and, and the laws that are in place, schools that are uh, funded, uh, that are federally funded, have to have um, a process in place to be able to provide their facilities for rent to all people, regardless of the type of speech that they're presenting, as long as those people make no immediate direct threats to um, to members of the, of the campus, faculty and staff, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, that's how the alt-right is able to, um, you know, convene at uh, the University of Florida and have events and programming and stuff like that because they're renting out those facilities. Um, 
there was an instance um, back in October where a young man at the University of North Florida um, posted a um, a hateful message on Snapchat, kind of making fun of a Black Lives Matter rally that took place on campus. Um, as one of the representatives for UNF Black Alumni Weekend, and it seems that our position as UNF Black Alumni Weekend Committee we have evolved into this conglomerate that try to address the concerns of black and brown people on UNF's campus and the alumni base as well. So when something like that happens and they want to they want their voices to be heard, the alumni base comes to us. And obviously some of the undergraduate uh, students will come to us and ask for us to provide a statement, provide support, send emails, send out communication, uh, engage in dialogue amongst the alumni association at large on their behalf in an effort to um, bring about change and resolve these kind of racial insensitivity issues in a very proactive and, and, and legitimate way. Um, and I think based on the resources that we have and based on, um, you know, our ability to do work based on us being fairly new as a, as a group and as an organization, um, I think we've done some uh, we've done some tremendous work. Um, I think a lot of people were discouraged uh, when that young man who did that that Snapchat post was uh, he was not uh, essentially uh, he was only told that he had to go to uh, diversity training. Um, and I, from what I understand, that's a class that you can take online. Um, so for a lot of people, they feel discouraged. And then you see this and um and I think that a lot of people are looking at this and saying, hey, you know, what is the University of North Florida doing? What is their perspective on this? Are they just this completely blind to, you know, the the racial upheaval that they're creating by not being as proactive as perhaps we believe that they should be as it relates to this particular situation. Let me make something clear to you guys. I'm not OK with any of this kind of stuff. I'm not OK with uh, with the Snapchat post. I'm not okay with the uh, with the former uh, the former grandmaster or whatever he is of the grand dragon of the KKK being on UNF's campus. I'm also not okay with uh, him making threats to students on UNF's campus. I'm not okay with the fact that you know the way that some of this has been handled as far as from an investigation standpoint on by by UNF leadership and things like that 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 it didn't go the way that we wanted it to go with the young man who did the Snapchat post being expelled from school. But I also recognize the logistics of all of this. I recognize the legality of all of it. Now, what we want to happen and what can happen under the law are two totally different things. Now, the I believe that a lot of any penalties that I believe his name is Zach Morris, um, any penalties that Zach would have gotten would have been a byproduct of the code of conduct. Um, and I think that as we build our influence as black and brown people, and we continue to create a voice on an undergraduate and an alumni level, we, uh, we provide a, a opportunity for us to, to really uh, make legitimate change. But what we can't do is uh, we cannot be social media activists alone, not saying that there's anything wrong with social media. Those of you who know me know that I make active use of social media. This is a perfect example of that. But we can't be solely focused on 
being frustrated, being disenfranchised and expressing that on social media and then not going about making any legitimate changes um, as a, in the context of boots on the ground. And that's why I come to you guys today. And I think that it is imperative that what we do now through all of these situations, we can't get bogged down on one specific situation. And there, I'm not, that's not to say that, that any of these are right. That's not to say that there won't be another one come tomorrow. There may very well be. But what we have to do as, as if you're an undergraduate student, as an undergraduate student, or as uh, members of the alumni community for the University of North Florida, we have to remain engaged. We have to continue to demand uh, results. We have to continue to be present and active. If we don't do that, then, then none of this, then all of this is for nothing. Um, you know, there's always, there's constant conversation about, oh, well, President Delaney's not doing anything because he's on the, he's on his way out the door. I'd like to believe that that's not the case. Um, you know, I guess that's a matter of opinion. I can't really get caught up in, in that component of it, of whether or not, you know, any of the decisions that he's made as it relates to discipline whether that's to Mr. Zach Morris or whether that's to this uh, grand dragon of the KKK that, that that's enrolled at UNF's campus. I, I can't get into, oh, he's not doing it because he's on his way out the door and he doesn't want to get involved because, you know, he may get into, you know, uh, state politics or something like that. Like, I, I can't get into that because I don't know that about President Delaney. What I can say is that, I mean, he has been... Um, he has been responsive as it relates to the situations. He's been candid about his position. He's denounced any of this kind of hate messaging and things like that. But, um, you know, I, I even said in my in my response to the investigation that they did where Mr. Morse didn't get any real uh, didn't get re any real uh, penalties. I said that there's there's context to all of this. And, and what I mean when I say there's context to all of this, there's what can be done, what's legally right to do as it relates to handling a situation and what's morally right to do as it relates to a situation. And I think that our disappointment was we wanted of the university to take a moral position, even at the expense of funding or, or anything like that on behalf of uh, the black and brown community and our, our distaste for uh, the video, what it represented and the hate speech that it kind of spews. I mean, I, like I said, I think I said it. Um, I said it in my, in my post about it. I, I completely agree with everybody. I wish that the, that the university had taken a more moral position as it related to um, their decision-making as it relates to the situation and, any penalties that they would have um, would have received as a byproduct of not following what what the the law was per se, I, I would have been more comfortable and I would have been prouder of the university in taking uh, that approach. But um, I can't say that the approach that they took was legally wrong. It wasn't um, under the code of conduct and under the policies in place based on them being a federally federally funded university. Um, so where do we go from here? Where do we go? How do we handle this situation with this, with this grand dragon and, and, you know, with what recently happened with the Snapchat post, where do we go from here? And it's very simple guys. 
what we're doing as it relates to, uh, you know, UNF Black Alumni Weekend. Sure, you can look at UNF Black Alumni Weekend and go, oh, it's a couple of community service programs and, and some social events. That's not really going to bring about any real change. And if you look at it that way, I could see your point of view on that front. But what it represents um, in the long haul is us building a conglomerate, one giant voice unified together, letting them know that we are present, we are active and we are engaged. And I strongly encourage you guys to if you're on social media and you're angry about the the events that have taken place over the past few months, uh, the decision making of the University of North Florida um, or, 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 you know, their, uh, their treatment of black and brown alumni from your perspective, I, I encourage you to come to UNF Black Alumni Weekend. Be a voice, be present, be engaged, be involved, communicate with, uh, with myself and the, uh, and the Black Alumni Weekend Committee about your positions on things like this. Let us know where you stand. Allow us the opportunity to be that voice. But if we just get disenfranchised and we go, ah, oh, well, I'm just not going to go up to the school no more. And I'm, they win. If we do nothing, they win. So I, I strongly encourage that we remain engaged. Um, you know, those who want to uh, provide support to the, to the undergraduate base, please participate in the community service programs that we have. Please participate in the networking forum. These are opportunities to where, um, you know, the the undergraduate base can know that we're there to support them day in and day out. They need to know that, that, you know, we're present and we're engaged. And the university needs to know that we're present and engaged. UNF Black Alumni Weekend is done during homecoming, and it's done that way for a very specific reason, so that they have no choice but to look at us and see us present and engaged. They can't run from us. Um, so that I, I, I wish that there was more that we could do. I wish that there is more that could be said as it relates to the situation, but guys understand that, you know, we have to begin the process in order to bring about real change. We're going to have to unify. We have to build a base. Um, we have to create, uh, you know, uh, a unified voice and we have to remain engaged and, 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 and active um uh, on unf's campus we can't just we can't just quit guys we really just can't quit so um i want you guys to know that uh if there's anything that i can do if you have any thoughts or feelings regarding the recent state of events at the university of north florida if you're alumni and you want to know how to become more engaged and more active and more involved um, please reach out to myself, man. I'm more than happy to provide any perspective that I can. Um, if you want to participate in UNF Black Alumni Weekend's subcommittees, you're more than welcome to do that as well. But if we put on great events here and we put on great programming and we get, um, you know, all of our black and brown alumni base um, to show up for UNF Black Alumni Weekend, that's an opportunity to engage in dialogue that hopefully can bring about some uh, potential solutions and some potential change moving forward as we continue to grow the weekend as we hopefully evolve the Black Alumni Weekend Committee into a subcommittee of the Alumni Association. These are the goals, and all of this stuff is discussed on uh, www.unfblackalumniweekend.com. So, I mean, go on the website, read all of the stuff, 
Find out what the long-term and short-term goals are on all of this. And and if they line up with what you believe is necessary for their, us to advance the agenda of black and brown people at the University of North Florida, then I encourage you to participate and reach out to myself or any of the committee members um, and provide any suggestions that you may have. If you're looking for me, man, you can hit me up on the email at est1984podcast at gmail.com. You can even hit me up on the Instagram of the same name. If you want to hit me up on my personal email, you can hit me up at Jacobs at yahoo.com. Or you can hit me up on my personal Instagram at Jacobs. I am Jacobs, and you have been listening to the Established 1984 Podcast. Take care.